Hey everyone, I hope you're doing well. It's Ariel Hawani. It's 10.30 p.m. on the West Coast as I record this. I'm in Las Vegas. I'm in my hotel room. I'm actually in Las Vegas for the first time since March 8th, 2020. I used to come here, obviously, on a very regular basis for all the events. And this is by far the longest stretch in the past 10 years. And, you know, I think the first time I ever went to Las Vegas was 2006. I'm born in 1982, so it took a while. But then as I started to get into MMA, of course, uh, came here pretty often, well over 45 times. Kind of feels like a second home because I know where everything is. It's very familiar. But due to the pandemic, the last time I was here was the Israel Adesanya versus... Yo, Romero fight, UFC 248, T-Mobile Arena left that place uh, on that night. And, you know, the pandemic was just kind of starting here. I remember wearing gloves, but not a mask or anything like that and not really understanding what it was all about or definitely not thinking that it was going to uh, last this long. And uh, here I am some 17 months later, which is crazy to me. Uh, back for the first time. So I actually wanted to take a step back before I talk about today, because today was a really exciting day on multiple levels. And I think a day that I'll never forget, um, you know, I took that time off post ESPN to do multiple things. First, I wanted to just take a, a mental break. I wanted to take a deep breath. I've talked about in the past how I thought that I just jumped on the treadmill that was ESPN way too soon. My last day at MMA fighting back in 2018 was... June 14th, my first day at ESPN was June 15th, and I think I should have waited a little bit. Not that it affected anything, but just, you know, in hindsight. This time around, my contract was up June 15th, and uh, I told everyone I wanted uh, two months to kind of regroup. Now, during the two-month period, I did a lot of work in terms of planning and launching and all that stuff, but it was different kind of work. It's not, you know, booking guests and the grind of MMA went on a road trip with my uh, with my family to Boston, somewhat impromptu, which was one of the most fun trips that we've ever taken. I uh, love Boston, and it was just fun to be in a hotel with my kids and see their excitement and just do stuff that we took for granted. Um, and so that was a lot of fun, and then came back, covered the Connor fight for a little bit, and then went to Montreal for a month to see my family. And that was just amazing to see my parents again, to see my sister and her husband and, and, um, their child and to see my in-laws and friends. It was just an amazing month and I felt rejuvenated. And I knew that that was a big trip because when I came back, everything was going to start all these new opportunities, uh, that I've, uh, been able to get for myself, uh, were going to start. And they all started in the last few days. Uh, the first one essentially was this page, the Substack page. I really appreciate everyone who's signed up. It's been fun. I'm kind of, you know, going back and forth on whether or not this should be very personal news, probably a mix of both. I'm using the audio feature as you're listening right now to, um, the discussion thread has been great. I really like the positivity there. And I don't just mean it's like, oh, hey, you're the man. But it's just good discourse. It's not nonsense. It's not cesspool trolling BS. I like that. And I'm going to continue to uh, to highlight that. 
um, and the writing and all that. So that was fun. Uh, of course, uh, the MMA Hour launched <laughs> this week with two shows, 10 guests. Very successful, very happy with it. Can't thank you all enough for tuning in live, for downloading, reviewing, subscribing, following, all that stuff. I mean, every, all the guests showed up. That's what I care most about. The content I thought was great. MMA Fighting really did a great job of um, amplifying the content. The social team did a great job. It was just really, really good. And I just, I mean, I feel like I need to get over it at this point, but just being back in that studio, being able to talk about what I want, how I want, to whomever I want, was great. was really great. Um, in addition to that, hosted a podcast for The Ringer on the day that they announced their partnership with WWE, a SummerSlam preview podcast with Natalia Neidhart, who's a third-generation female wrestler, the only of its kind, and uh, the great Freddie Prince Jr. This was a fantastic conversation, I thought at least. I mean, it's kind of weird to say fantastic in an interview that I did, but uh, Freddie was just amazing, former creative team member, two stints, actor, of course. I know what you did last summer and Scooby-Doo and all that stuff, Punky Brewster recently. But his insight into what it's like working for WWE on the creative side and then his background in acting, I think makes for a very, very, very interesting listen. I think he should host a wrestling podcast, if I'm being honest. Like the guy is just dynamic, smart, fun, really good stuff. Natalia Neidhart was great as well. So that was really fun. SummerSlam preview, you could get it on Spotify. Big announcement for The Ringer. So Monday, Wednesday, I'm doing MMR. Tuesday, I taped that. That came out uh, Wednesday, doing the Substack. And now I'm in Las Vegas to cover SummerSlam for BT Sport, my good friends in the UK. And this has been great. Also on Thursday, uh, an interview that I did with Roman Reigns uh, came out that has uh, created some stirs stirs in the internet world um, because of some comments that he made about CM Punk. And I just want to say, like, CM Punk, to me, you know, I wasn't a wrestling journalist when I met him. We've become, I'm sorry if this offends anyone, friends. It's a little weird when you have someone who's talking about your friend in a certain way. I don't know if he's shooting, if it's kayfabe, but... You know, I, I uh, felt compelled to reach out to CM Punk just about the whole thing. He had no idea about it, and uh, nor should he. Uh, but it's definitely, you know, created some buzz. And it was great to talk to Roman Reigns. He's a great interview. He's very smart, very um, thoughtful and genuine. My kids love him. So that came out, and it's part of like a new series of sit-downs that we're doing for BT Sport called Ariel Meets. And they did a great graphics package, and that was all great. Um, and so who'd have thought that I'd be back in Las Vegas for the first time in 17 months while there's a UFC event, by the way, happening in Las Vegas. Uh, and it's to cover a WWE event happening at Allegiant Stadium, Roman Reigns versus John Cena. And I just have to give a shout out to the WWE PR team. And I know we're not supposed to do this. You know, sometimes when you don't have a good relationship with PR people, it's actually better for you because you're not beholden to anyone. You can just do whatever you want. I think I might know from example. But in this case, they've been so welcoming, uh, so gracious. We got a bunch of interviews today. Drew McIntyre, Samoa Joe, sit-downs with uh, Eva Marie, 
and Matt Riddle. Tomorrow, some others as well, and those are going to come out via BT Sport in the coming days. Uh, it's just nice to, I'll just be honest, be treated with respect. It's nice to be treated like a professional, like an adult. It's nice to feel welcome. Uh, it's been a while since I felt that way, and uh, I'm really enjoying it. I think that I could bring something really different to wrestling um, media coverage, much like boxing as well, which I hope to do a little bit of uh, for BT as well in the near future. And I'm really curious to see how the next couple of weeks go, excuse me, days go, because I've never covered a wrestling event as a journalist. I've been to wrestling events, but I've never covered them as a journalist. So today we got to go to the tryouts that, were, that they were holding, and uh, Paul Levesque, a.k.a. Triple H, held a scrum. That was interesting. It's just different. You know, in this new era, I'm all about doing fun, different things. And today was different and fun, and I enjoyed it immensely. Um, so stay tuned for all of that coverage um it will be coming out and uh, i'm really enjoying working with the bt sport people they're as creative and as um open-minded as i thought they were when i first started talking to them about working with them um in addition to all of that as i was in the air as i was landing in las vegas for the first time in 17 months a big announcement was made and that announcement was courtesy of showtime sports and the announcement was the broadcast team for the upcoming Tyron Woodley versus Jake Paul boxing match, which, of course, takes place August 29th, next Sunday, in Cleveland, Ohio. And uh, the announcement was that the uh, Barstool Sports duo, very popular duo, Dave Portnoy and Dan Big Cat Katz, will be hosting... Um, some betting related content on the broadcast their own desk which is different but i think really fits the uh the vibe of the broadcast is relatable to the audience they're big names huge stars for younger kids uh just a really smart move on their part also uh, they announced that logan paul and aj mckee are going to be a part of the broadcast which is very smart aj mckee of course mma fighter face of bellator featherweight champion undefeated Logan Paul brother of Jake Paul so that's an interesting dynamic as well just fought on Showtime against Floyd Money Mayweather Phoenix Carnavali who I've uh, known for quite some time uh, is going to be a roving reporter uh, providing behind the scenes access to the event and pre-fight interviews with fighters and celebrities and then of course more Ronaldo the greatest of all time in terms of combat sports, the most versatile combat sports announcer of all time is going to be the play by play man. This man can do boxing, MMA, pro wrestling, kickboxing. No one in the history of combat sports has called events quite like Mormon Al, and he'll be flanked by his longtime partner, Al Bernstein calling the action at ringside. In addition to all of that. Oh, also Brian Custer is going to be um, hosting the desk as well. In addition to all of that, they announced that your old friend, me, will serve as a special guest analyst at ringside. So this is in the quote-unquote booth alongside Morrow and Al Bernstein. I'll be working the desk, not the desk, like I'll be in the booth, part of the broadcast team for two fights, Tommy Fury versus, versus Anthony Taylor. And Jake Paul versus Tyron Woodley. In addition to that, I'll be the post-fight interviewer 
in the ring. Fight's over. I'm in the ring interviewing them. This is something that I've always wanted to do. I can't even believe it as I'm saying it. Never had the opportunity. You know, promotions are running the events. You know the history. Just never had this opportunity. This is the type of thing that I would dream about as a kid. Like, this was it. This, to me, was it. NBA fighting. I dreamed of this. I looked up to Larry Merchant and Max Kellerman, Howard Cosell. Like, these, I've talked to you guys about this. Like, this is what I've dreamed of. And uh, for it to be officially announced, and I'm going to be working the weigh-ins as well, is just a really, really big opportunity for me. So I just want to thank the Showtime team and everyone who's involved in making this happen. This opportunity is huge. I'm sort of representing the MMA community but I just feel like I'm I feel like I'm representing all of you. I feel like I'm representing Montreal. I feel like I'm, you know, representing every kid that had a dream. I don't know, man. It's a it's it's been a crazy few months and uh this almost feels like the cherry on top. Uh this is a really, really amazing thing. Um and I'm just so thankful. I'm so grateful. And I'm thankful to all of you who continue to support me and have my back. I don't know why. I don't know how I got so lucky, but you've given me a lot of confidence and you've given me the uh, the chutzpah to go after these things. And so I just can't wait. In addition to that, I'm going to be doing sit-down interviews leading up to the event for Showtime and BT. So there's just a lot going on and I wouldn't have it any other way. I love this. Fun, different, off the beaten path, new, exciting, unique, all those things and more. That's the world that I want to live in challenging I, I i've said it before i don't want to be 85 and say i wish i did that i wish i did this like the nba stuff if i never get to do it again they can't take it away from me two christmas games games all over the country worked with the, the a team mike breen jeff van gundy doris burke i got to do it i'd love to do more but I got to do it. Broadcast, in-ring interviews, the booth, getting to do it. Oh, it's uh, it's it's an amazing thing, and I'm just so thankful and I'm so excited. So that's next Sunday, um, a really cool opportunity, and uh, I hope you all check it out. And I hope you like it. I think they've really assembled a really fun cast of characters, unique but respectful. Not quite like those events with all due respect it's just a little different it's not the traditional team it's a little different but i still think that it will respect the sport the athletes what it's all about and so there's a lot going on i've got some more stuff coming up here in las vegas covering SummerSlam, and then it's back home and uh do the mma hour on monday and i think the two the two uh shows a week very well received people are very happy with it and uh and now we just have to keep the train rolling along so just wanted to check in wanted to let you guys know about everything that i'm doing um again i've i've said that i'm going to make this substack page sort of the hub for everything um i like utilizing this audio component i hope you like it as, as well it's kind of a mini podcast if you will here i am talking for 15 minutes to myself in an empty hotel room of course it's empty um there's no one else here i hope there's no one else here uh, and you know, it's just a good time. By the way, speaking of MMA, might as well mention, uh, that the PFL event has come and gone and Kayla Harrison once again, uh, defeated her opponent. She's now 11 and 0 and she advances to the final of the 
um, of the 155 pound tournament. She's a buzzsaw. She's a beast. She's one of the best fighters on the planet. She should be considered now, in my opinion, a top 10 pound for pound fighter. And I know what you're thinking. She's not fighting anyone of note. That's true. But let's be honest. We all know she has the talent. Um, and she wins one more fight. Not only does she get the 155 belt again and the million dollars, but she then becomes the most sought after free agent in in MMA. Her contract's done. And she's looking for big money. And I can't wait to see. I suspect the UFC will make a strong push. Does Bellator try to get her in there for you know, a 145 deal against Chris Cyborg, who who is tweeting her way. That would be really interesting. Um, I don't know. But I I remember Kayla Harrison when she won her second gold medal in 2016. And she was talking about how she didn't like the drama of MMA and and all that stuff. And now here she is, you know, cutting incredible promos and understanding the, 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 the show business aspect of fighting, but also going out there and annihilating her opponent. She won it. 401 of the first round via TKO like she is just an absolute star a rising star a star whatever you want to say she's got it all one of my favorite interviews real honest sure of herself confident cocky just an absolute star um so that happened on uh on Thursday night as well tomorrow night we've got Bellator Another event for them, Bellator 265 in South Dakota, Czech Congo versus Sergey Haritanov, Logan Storley, a name to look out for on that card as well. Keith Lee, not to be confused with the pro wrestler. And uh, Saturday, we've got the UFC card, Jared Cannonier against Kelvin Gaslin. I'll probably check in again, probably before then, if not right after. Uh, but I hope you enjoy that as well. And in conclusion... I just wanted to say, uh, I spoke to Matt Riddle today. You guys remember him from the world of UFC. I'm just so proud of that guy, and I told it to him, and I hope he didn't. And I said, I hope you don't feel this is condescending. I remember when we were on UFC tonight. I wasn't on the particular segment, but I remember when he got fired. And, uh, you know, Dana White kicked him while he was down. Well documented. We don't have to get all into it. And this man has now become 10 times the star that he was in the UFC back in Las Vegas where he used to live and train, doing his thing in a big time match on Saturday. What a success story. What an inspiration, right? Um, and so pretty cool to see, you know, how far he's come. And he had a tough year. He was uh, accused of some uh, some bad things. And, uh, you know, those charges have been dropped. Those allegations have been dropped. And, uh, and, and now he is, uh, you know, really uh, enjoying a lot of success in the world of pro wrestling. So it was great to catch up with him again. It's the first time I talked to him in maybe seven years in person. I've done a few interviews with him on my show and Zoom and all that stuff, but in person, first time. I also spoke to Smojo, who's a big MMA fan, grew up in Huntington Beach, trained with Jason Perillo and Tito Ortiz and all that stuff. So MMA is everywhere. And it's great to meet a lot of, Eva Marie told me she's a big MMA fan, Jorge Masvidal, Izzy. You know, it's just, it's, it's, uh, it's the common denominator. It's the common bond. I'm grateful to be a part of it. And I'm grateful that, uh, there are people who, uh, know who I am in that world, uh, and in other worlds. And, uh, perhaps it helps open some doors as a result of my work there. So anyway, big day for me. Uh, appreciate everyone's love and support showtime post-fight interviewer. This is nuts. I can't believe it. I'm in Las Vegas. I haven't gone to the West coast in 17 months. This is crazy. Life is crazy. 
But uh, I'm happy to be along for the ride. I'm happy that you guys are along for the ride as well. All right. Thanks for listening. Thanks for subscribing. I appreciate it very much. And I'll talk to you guys soon. Take care.